missing like half the thing. You don't have anything behind you. Yeah, I do. It's not a problem for me because I sound good. Yeah, because the mic's pointed towards you. It's pointed to both of us, the exact same. Hello, sir. Hello. What? You're very. I'm trying to get close to the mic so I don't sound like trash. Oh, okay. Still cold out. Yeah, frigid, as Maya called it. Middle of March. Although I do always say, wait, we can't complain until May long weekend because there's always snow May long weekend. However, this is ridiculously cold. It was yeah, minus 30 this morning. I'm done. And it wasn't terrible this morning when I walked the dogs because the wind wasn't blowing up as much. But tonight the wind was so cold. And for any Americans that might be listening, we're talking Celsius when she says minus 30. Yeah, but it's actually very similar in Fahrenheit at that temperature. That's true. Yep. So there you go. It's cold. And Willow wore bare ankles, runners. Light, but did you hear how Maya got her to put the rest of the stuff on though? No, but when I came to pick her up from school, literally t-shirt, a little fall jacket wide open that was hanging off her shoulders. And no, no winter boots. She dresses. No hat. No man. She, she dresses like someone that had to escape a house fire. That's how she dresses when she leaves the house. Yeah. She throws whatever's <laughs> close to her on, and it's potentially on a sleeve or not. And then she just runs with it for the rest of the day. With thin little pants and a little tank puppy thing that's like mid rift, so you can see her tummy and everything. Yeah, I saw that the other day. I asked her belly button gets cold at school and distracts her from learning. She told me to be quiet. Mind my own business. Actually, I think what she said was, don't be one of those parents. I'm like, okay. I wish I bought her because she wears the same pants and she loves them. And I had seen them one size bigger, but at the time, no, they're too loose around the leg. But those pants are getting way too small for her. Fun fact, I commented on those today too and was told to mind my business. (laughs) Because I said, maybe you should save your money and instead of buying books, you should buy pants that fit. And she told me to shut up. And she loved those pants. I know. And I should have bought the one size bigger. And I had them in my hand. And she was fighting and like, whatever. And I put them away. And now you can't find them. And that's how to parent, folks. Right there in a nutshell. Pretty much. Parent-teacher interviews. I'm not going to bash teachers, but with parent-teacher interviews tonight. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I was trying to joke around. The teachers weren't joking around with me. I I thought they were going to. They're a serious crew. They were very serious. I what? like how this has become like a, a journaling blog of like what we did as parents today. Well, I'm just like, maybe there's something interesting in there. The math teacher did not make eye contact with 100% me. 100% did not. At all. <laughs> you are not going to be friends with the math teacher. Yeah. Well, and I just love it was all my as well. Because I'm like, I don't understand how a kiddo from... 95% math goes to AP math. But those are the exact same. To 12%. AP math and 10C are exactly the same programs, like literally the same programs. Oh. But, okay. e- but even still 95% AP math did very well. And then all of a sudden getting 12% on her exams. I just don't understand it. She's on the marijuana. Maybe it's my fault, I guess. Anyway. So that's that. My question, shall we jump into it? Unless you've got anything interesting. No, you got any more snacks to kill me with? Oh, no. Good. Let's get to it. Have you been eating the rest of it? No. Why would I eat that trash? It was so good. 
but it's gone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what else is also gone, which is amazing? Ice cream sandwich cake. Yeah. Layers of ice cream cake with a little bit of caramel and chocolate sauce, and then a layer of whipped cream, then another layer of ice cream sandwich, caramel sauce and chocolate, and whipped cream. And then the added touch, which was my own score bits on top. So good. It's all gone. Yeah. I got to make more. Who do you think enjoyed it the most? Maya. Actually, I don't know. I'd say it was a dead heat between you two. Because Maya devoured, there was three pieces left in the container. I assumed she was only going to have a little bit. She devoured all of it. And like, she looked angry as she was doing it. It was good though. Willow liked it thoroughly as well. I wonder if that's the face they made when they ate my advent calendar. Is it empty? Completely. Oh, because the box is still up. 100%. And I'm leaving it there as a reminder to them of their sins. Well, it's like my cho- you bought me a basket of chocolate for my anniversary. All of it all. Our, our anniversary, not just you. Oh, did I say my anniversary? <laughs> Except for my anniversary. Oh, for our anniversary. Yeah, you know where you married me? That anniversary? It's been 25 years. Well, we've been married for 15. But we've been together for 25 years. Doesn't feel like it, babe. There's Easy a few 50. hiccups early on. We broke up a little bit. That was you. You're I went gallivanting. I went traveling. Gallivanting. But. Was there a question anywhere in here? Yeah, there is. Okay. There is. How we get on? That's your fault. Snacks. See, snacks took me to travel. Um, my question is, I'm interested in your thoughts on this because, um, yeah, I think that this happens a lot. Some, I don't know. Some parents might get frustrated. Some parents might love it. What are your thoughts on debriefing? Because kids like to typically open up like at bedtime. And it's usually all of their worries and all of the bad things that have happened and all the teary things that have happened. It's not usually like joy, joy, happy, happy. So what are your thoughts on doing that at bedtime? Um. I don't particularly enjoy it when it occurs. Um, I will listen for a bit. I'm okay listening for a bit. But then what I've started to do, which is funny because now I don't actually get put in that position as much, is I would ask, are you looking to just have me listen or offer solutions like we've done in the past? Because that was that was kind of the conversation I had when it used to occur a lot was, you know, I'm okay if you need to get this off your chest, but you can't just bitch and go to bed because then you're going to go to bed in a negative headspace. You're going to wake up in a negative headspace. So if you need to get it off your chest and you need help figuring out how to move forward, let's do it because then we can end on a positive note. But if it's just debriefing for the sake of complaining, no, I got zero. And Part of it is I don't think it's a great practice. Part of it is I don't have the patience for it at that point. Like I'm exhausted. The last thing I want is for someone to dump their shit on me and then go to sleep. And then I get to be like, well, awesome. Now I'm angry at several things that don't involve me for the next hour. Um, So yeah, I'm, I love the times when we can chill and chat. 
And if it is just talking through things and kind of, you know, what their day was like and there's a bit of good and there's a bit of bad, but there's no real complaining. It's just storytelling. Yeah, I'm all for it. Talk away. Like we'll chat and we'll joke around, we'll whatever. But yeah, if it becomes a complaining session, I'm out. I don't know. I don't, I don't just, I just don't get it. Like I don't, I don't get why you'd want to go to bed angry or I don't know why you'd want to go to bed stressed. I mean, and it happens enough as you as an adult, why do it as a kid? So I, it's no different to me than if you're going to sit and look at a computer screen before bed, it's messes up your sleep patterns. This is the same in yep. my mind. Yep. And I agree. Whatever we go to bed with stays with us. And for likely through the night, but at sure. least for four hours, like if we're talking about something, it's going to stay with us into our, into our sleep, that mm-hmm. stress. And I mean, when I talk about worries, the more we talk about worries makes the worries bigger and they always come out at night and then we get into it and then they're upset. A lot of times parents are getting frustrated or short tempered and like, it's just, it turns into a behavioral thing. But even if it doesn't turn into a behavioral thing, right before bed is not the time to dump everything because that stays with you. And so, but it's tricky because, you know, like with little one, she'll do that. But then our older one, she never does. So if it's a one once in a while, I think it's definitely bad if it becomes a pattern because it becomes a pattern and that's how our interactions come. And then they're associating bedtime with tears and for some kids, it is fighting and some kids, it does turn into avoidance or attention seeking or delaying bed. You know, it does turn into a behavioral problem, but even that aside, even if it's not a behavioral problem, yeah, they they are. They're taking all of those points, the sadness, the frustration, the disappointment, the worries into sleep with them. So what do you think about the teenagers who choose that time to debrief, who maybe don't always... So I get my debriefs right as they walk through the door. Yeah. So I don't get a lot of last end of the night things, unless it's something super upsetting, right? That happened in the recent past, like bad practice, you know, fight with a friend on the way home, whatever. But the second both of them walk through the door, I am pinned for the next 20 minutes, minimum per child with just a dump of the day. And that's cool. That's Great. That dude's a jerk. Yep. He got us suspended again. Well, you fought with your friends again. Well, okay. I the same story. I know, right? Adam's back at school, suspended. Un- unnamed child is back at school, suspended again, <laughs> whatever. Um, For a week, a week suspension, first day back, suspended in, in class. It's awesome. Aw, poor guy. Poor little dude. Bad emotion regulation. <laughs> um, But Maya does the same thing. She comes yeah. in and unloads about teachers and who she thinks is dumb and why she doesn't want to go to school and good things too she came right upstairs it was a flex day for them today and she came right upstairs and kind of talked about pause how it turned out positively and and pickle does the same like she'll come home hers though willows is less organized yeah whatever the thought she held as she walked through the threshold of the house that's what you're getting first so if someone just pissed her off on the walk home, 
all right, it's 15 minutes of hard labor because you're going to be listening to some shit you don't care about. And I'll be honest, it's the same story every day and I don't care about it ever. <laughs> but I care about her, so I'll listen to it. And that's the distinction I had to make in my own mind because I don't know these children. I will never know the name to the face of 90% of who she tells me about when she gets home. She can tell, she has literally pointed to the same girl four times this year and said, dad, that's so-and-so. And every time it was like, I was looking at a new kid going, oh, oh, okay. Guaranteed a month later, dad, that's the one I was telling you about that you did. Oh, nope. Never saw that kid before in my life. I met Finley today. Oh, she's so cute and sweet. Buddy. Oh, I wanted to just pick her up and squeeze her. She's like one foot nothing. She's itty bitty. She's anybody. She's so cute. So much cuteness packed into that square foot. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he laughs like a murderer. According to Willow. <laughs> she had a sweet number. Um, But that's the thing, right? Like, so I'm, I'm fine if they got to get it out. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. I'm not fine if they carry it through the night. Yeah. So I'm okay taking that half hour or so. Tell me all about it. Because frankly, I'm not going to get the opportunity as much in, in a very short amount of time. But I always try and steer it back to, okay. Right. You've relieved the pressure of having to hold that all in all day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do next? Right. What does it matter? And inevitably, little one just wants to go off and text her friends and stir up whatever she can stir up for the evening. Right. Um, and check in on them, like, and make sure that they're good if they're having a bad day or sick, like one of her friends has been. Maya just needs to kind of have that reassurance, good or bad, and kind of explain it. And then she's done. She's done. She doesn't typically come to me later. She was starting to tonight when she brought up the whole work thing. She was getting a bit emotional and, you know. Oh, was she? Yeah. She kind of got, you know how she gets that kind of, yeah. right? Was I there? Yeah, you were okay. angry at your soup because there's no vegetables or something. I don't know what you're doing on the quarter. <laughs> um, but, you know, we talked it through, right? And not that I was trying to over-solution, but it was... You know, she's struggling with her job and it sucks, man. She makes Next. nothing for well, what she went up with. But it's five times as much as I made. Yeah, but so is the cost of living. It's like seven times more than then. So you can't really complain. But um, had she wanted to get into it, yeah, let's get into it. Get it off your mind. Get it out of there. But she'll just usually shut her down pretty quick and move on. I find for her, the late night debriefs are in the car. If we're coming back from the rink, that's where I get it. She'll never come curl up with me like she would with you or pickle will with you. Um, So, yeah, I don't get a lot of the the end. I I mean, my approach to it, regardless of when it happens, is always the same. Get it out, but then what are you going to do about it, right? Because you can't drag it with you being angry. I mean, if it's something serious, fine. Be angry for the day, but then move on. Right. Because it's not going to change anything to be angry two days in a row. Right. You got to punch something, go find a punching bag and punch it. Like mm-hmm. do what you got to do to clear that. And then let me know what you need me to do to help you. And a lot of times they don't want it. They just want to know that they can complain. Well, and that's just it. I don't think we need to make them solutionize anything or, and, and I think that's a demise that we fall into is trying to fix things. They just need that space yeah. and to be heard. But yeah, the timing matters. And you're right. We are lucky, I think, in that they do debrief. Willow will still sometimes default. I find when I go to her bed and cuddle with her to at night, that's when she'll get all super happy, happy, happy. And it's right when I'm leaving, but the tears come out and she hates and school. Those are usually the long days and the days that she's pretty close to us for the evening. Like she doesn't want to leave us too much. And I can see those coming a mile away. Yeah. Right. So so it's just a matter of, so, so then 
So essentially we're saying not a good idea. Yes. At least an hour before bed. Yeah. Probably Treat it like a screen. Hours. Treat it like a screen. Yeah. No screens an hour or two before bed. No complaining and bitching an hour or two before bed. Yeah. Just bringing that up. So then what do you do? How do you create those boundaries? So I tell my kids firmly and sternly and I point my finger at them. You shut up. And that's how I started. You shut up. And I'm making a really angry eye right now. No. There's ways I think you can construct it. And I'm kind of pulling this out of my, you know what, because this isn't how we do it. But I think if you were trying to, there's always a way to format it, right? There's the family meeting format, right? If you're going to have dinner and you're at home and it's a night that you're not running around, hey, does anybody got to get something off their chest? Or, hey, let's park that until we're all sitting and let's talk about it, right? Or set up an expectation of when it's okay to have the conversation. If it's now, it's not the right time. And then go have it. Like, hey, we're in the middle of dinner. I get that it's upsetting you. How about you and I go talk about it afterwards, right? And see what works. Some kids won't have that regulation. They'll want to just, no, it's pissing me off. And I got, cool, let's get through it, right? But I think if you if you figure out from them what they need and how they need it, and then just set it up to be that, right? Our girls know that they can come talk to us pretty much anytime. And I'm sure this isn't unique to us. It's not like we're killing the game this way. There's a lot of... Most kids feel comfortable with one or both parents or one one parent more than the other in a specific setting. They're going to seek that out, right? If you recognize that that's when they need that support, figure out a way to make sure you're fostering it and have a conversation as long as it's not violating those, you know, carry the angry to bed or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's, that's, I think, the big thing. For me, yeah, family meeting style, set up an expectation and be really clear up front of what what it is they're looking for, right? Like if it's just, I got a bitch, cool, man. Let's do it. I won't say anything. I won't try and offer anything unless you ask me to. You just unload, right? And all I'm going to do is go, that sucks. I get it. That's, you know, but if it's a solution, like you need to get it off your, your, your chest and you still need help solving it. Cool. Let's do that. Get it off your chest. So you're thinking clearly and let's figure it out. Right. But you pick the time, you state the time and you frame it. And having those clear expectations. So just like kitchens closed at eight o'clock or parenting duties. I love, that's my favorite expectation. Parenting duties are done at eight. So, and and then that's good because it's like, sorry, kiddo, like. Yeah, 8.01. But I think giving them that opportunity, like now is the time, like now is unloading time. Yeah. Or you could even have, um, you know, I was, I've been teaching teachers this actually like in class giving all the students an opportunity green light brag red light nag or you know freak out or whatever and so okay now it's brag or freak out time which one do you want to do anything you want right um i'm not of a huge fan like i know within the anxiety world sometimes people will say write down your worries and put them in a box and i think that that's problematic however you know, if it is getting, it's approaching like freak out break time is over and we're getting close to eight o'clock kitchens closed sort of thing. Maybe then if it is really important, maybe then you could write it down and put it in a box uh, to be able to talk about, but then usually the next day, it's not that important. So you can look through, okay, which one's going to be important for me to talk about. Right. And then there's a strength. Well, how did you, okay, you had that written down. How are you coping with it? How'd you get through that? I think that that can be really helpful being able to talk about, oh no, it's okay. You know, I've got it. But 
Yeah, very clear expectations. Definitely. That's that's really similar to the meaning principle of putting it in the parking lot. Like it's become a business cliche, but you're doing the exact same thing. It's like that's awesome. Not really the form for it now. So I'm going to put in the parking lot. We come back to it. It's the same idea, right? It's the same principle of whatever framework we've established. This doesn't fit into it at the moment, but it's important, right? And I'm going to give it significance by making you write it out or put it on the board, and we're going to come back to it. Because that's all they want a lot of times, right? It's just to know that even in reality, in the grand scheme of things, we know that it's something that's dumb and won't matter in five years. It is the biggest mountain that they have to climb that day. Whether whether because it's truly an important thing to do or just emotionally it's something they're struggling to get over, right? It doesn't matter why it's that mountain. It matters how we help them get over it. Um, but yeah, it's 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 all about setting the right parameters every bit of it and still validating them yeah, and yeah. still validating i can see that you're really upset so let's park put this in the parking lot what i'm just thinking every time you use that tone willow gets upset with you That's mom quit psychologizing me quit doing that because she knows what you're doing mm-hmm. even though no no but even though it works I'm, I'm, it, it does absolutely work yeah um and then from there no i was gonna say sorry no, it's okay. Put it in the parking lot. Validate. Oh, and then maybe just saying, so how can we end tonight, you know, on a positive note? We can talk about that, and, but what what do you need right now so we can end in part, you know, yeah, loving you, and happy? You do that almost every time. Yeah. That's pretty much your signature, right? And it works. Even when they say they don't have anything, it signifies that it's time to figure out a way to end it positively. Yeah. Cool beans. All right, cool. Anything else? No, that's everything. Good day. Good day. Good day.